Good morning. First off, I want to address the elephant in the room. Mother's Day has only been mentioned once so far, so happy Mother's Day again. Now I can finally start. As many of you know, my name is Will Ingram, and to say the least, I've been involved with First Pres for a while now. Have you ever seen the little people walking around the church? Well, that used to be me. I got my first church, church experience as a preschooler here at First Pres. Those were the good old days. Only having to worry about if I could reach the coat hook for my jacket or who would be at lunch bunch, bunch that day. Those were the good old days. I'm not going to lie about lunch bunch, but it was a highlight of my school life, and I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> After preschool, I went to elementary school. I still went to church, but it wasn't my decision to go to church. It was my parents saying we are going to church today. The bribes were a cup full of goldfish and water. Fine by me. The actual calling up to children's time still annoys me to this day. Whenever it is said, the children are invited to come forward. I still get jabs at how I should be walking up, even at my age. I also went to Club 4-5 and Oh the Leopard Chairs. Those were a hot commodity. I actually enjoyed watching the low-level actors who were trying to explain the church to us. Middle school was the first time where I got to push my faith journey into a different level. Youth groups started in sixth grade, and the first day, the previous youth pastor pulled a spaghetti noodle from his nose through his mouth. To say the least, that was a weird first impression. Youth group was a time that I always got to meet up with my friends who now go to different schools. If you weren't at youth group, you were either sick or had an out-of-state tournament or something along those lines. There was no skipping youth group on days that weren't holidays and Master Sunday, which surprisingly isn't a holiday. Another reason why my faith journey grew in middle school was because of Massonetta. Massonetta was the first place where my faith ideas expanded. Massonetta is basically a week out of your summer to go to a summer camp and you play games, sing songs, and meet people from across the state while still learning about God. It was the first time where I thought learning religion was fun. And those games I played and lessons I learned vaulted my faith experience into high school. High school has been a whole different animal, though. I grew too old for Massonetta, and I've been to a few Montreats, which is basically the same as Massonetta, but it's on steroids, and everyone is either in high school or will be in college next year. When I say steroids, I mean everyone is going all out whether it be doing energizers, singing, or just having a good time. I met some great people from all over the country, and I'm still friends with a few of them to this day. We are all looking forward to going back. ASP is the opposite, though. ASP, or Appalachian Service Project, has been a great experience for me and my family. My dad, brother, and I, plus others from a church, I've gone a total of four years, and I can proudly say that I know what a 4x4 beam is and how much space to leave between a a nail and a wall, about the width of a penny. We work for most of the day and play games at night. The actual manual labor isn't fun, to say the least, but what happens while we are working is the fun part. From falling off of ladders to getting my hair stuck in a Venus flytrap, those weren't great at the time, 
but in hindsight, they were pretty funny moments, and it's all a part of the ASP experience. When the, the, when the weekly project is finally competed, completed, the families are elated, ASP was always a good re- week of realization to see how blessed I am with my family and how blessed I am in this church community. In most of the activities mentioned, the religious aspect within all the fun was usually a small gathering into small groups where we discussed different topics about the church. One of the self-reflected questions was, where do you see God? Throughout my time at the church, I see God in the little children running down the halls, trying to be the first one to get all the cookies on their fingers. I see God in the adult leaders of the children's church who divvy up the goldfish and water to each person so everybody has an equal portion. I saw God when I was a middle schooler, when I first went to youth group, and all the big kids would encourage us to go so we could have a strong youth group. I see God when I go to church camps and meet other people who are as ecstatic as I am about sharing their faith. I see God in the families that we have helped with ASP, as all they need is a little help from us to guide them onto the right path. Finally, I see God's in the members of this church community who ask me every other question where I'm going to college and what major I'm going to pursue. Thanks to everyone. And now, Henry, get up here. Good luck. You'll need it. Hi, as as most of y'all know, I'm Henry Ingram. First of all, I would like to say thank you to all those people who have supported me over the years. Thank you to the adults in the congregation who who check on me and ask how I'm doing, to the leaders who have developed my faith, to my friends in the youth group who I've had lots of laughs with, and to my family for loving me and encouraging me to love God through this church. I'm grateful to have a place I can be so involved in doing the Lord's work, and seeing the face of Christ on a daily basis. Since I was young, First Presbyterian Church has been a home to me. I've grown up from wanting to come just for the finger cookies and the goldfish, but still have the same excitement every Sunday. I went to preschool here and still remember lunch punch after Mrs. Garrison's class, which brought me some of my closest friends to this day. Choosing a church in Richmond after preschool seemed easy, First Presbyterian was an obvious choice. I was baptized here in the third grade, grateful that I was given a chance to be raised in the church. I still remember Dr. Charlie baptizing my brother and me, then having us walk down the aisle and see friends I had gotten to know. Their joy really sat with me. I knew this was a great place. Sitting in Mrs. Hall's Club 4-5 Sunday School class, those ever-so-comfortable leopard chairs, I first began to ponder more about living with faith. We had good food and desserts, too, which certainly was an added bonus. I remember those years fondly because of all the love I had received. Although I don't remember the words to deep and wide, the memories are still important to me. Into middle school, I was a fairly awkward child in most settings. Even so, I was accepted. I was a bit nervous about first going to Big Kid Youth Group, Those nerves were quickly eased when Chris Mooney shoved a noodle up his nose and took it out of his mouth. Here was a very educated man with degrees from Cal Berkeley and Princeton Seminary, just being a kid and relating to the younger people there. 
This really stuck with me over the years as I went from believing this to be really funny to recognizing he was trying to make me feel as welcome as possible. Chris meant the world to me, and I'm glad to have seen such a powerful leader. I kept coming virtually every Sunday, not only for the games, but also for the little videos and Bible studies after. I truly enjoyed it all. This sense of welcome was further extended to the best thing to ever happen to my faith, confirmation. My mentors, George Whitley and Jay Bryson, my groupmate, Charlie Willingham, made this a great experience. We wrestled with questions of faith and really read the Bible deeply. After digging deep, we prayed with and for each other daily. The foundation of daily prayer was really cemented here. Aside from this, I grew closer with many in my class. I don't think anyone will forget that confirmation retreat. The session exam, much less daunting than expected, helped to reaffirm that I really had learned a lot about the church and my faith and that the session was generally excited for us to become full members of the church. After the session exam, my confirmation Sunday was great. Reminiscing on the entire process and sharing breakfast and laughs before being formally charged made me realize that this was real. The sense of faith and community never diminished since then. After learning more about my calling through confirmation, I decided to go on ASP. My dad and Elizabeth Burrill led the first team, so I knew this would be a good trip. We may have done more napping than working, but I got to know many people in the church and that we worked for. I saw this relationship ministry later on to be more important than construction. I decided to keep coming on ASP after this great trip, was not surprised, and was not stopped by my dad falling off a ladder 15 feet off the ground. Lily, you're supposed to be a safety monitor. <laughs> Myself falling off and breaking a porch, driving through eight inches of water on the side of a mountain during those awful West Virginia floods, food poisoning from the China Inn, or the tar from roofing getting all over my pants. This past year, we were able to build an addition for a family so they could legally adopt two children from a a brother who passed away. The bond the family had with us and each other was proof that the Lord works through us all and that rough financial circumstances cannot overcome God's love. Montreat seemed to me the next logical step I could take with this community. I was nervous before my first trip because I did not know anyone from other churches going, but was easily able to make friends in and out of the youth group that have lasted to this day. They even somehow got me to run three miles to the top of the mountain, which, if you know me, you know I don't run. I vividly remember small groups that were open and impactful, new and old friends, and nightly meetings with our back-home groups that either left us crying or laughing, no in-between. Staying up until 3 in the morning on the last night with affirmations to each other, a Montreat tradition cannot be forgotten. My favorite, done for me by John Bryson, started with, Henry, you're a fumbling idiot sometimes, and somehow ended with one of the more touching things I had ever heard. I cannot wait to go back this year for my last retreat as a youth and my favorite week of the summer. The intermission Bible study and other school year events are a staple of what I do with this youth group today. They stabilize my week, and I'm always excited to see friends here that I may not see every day. Dissecting the Bible, laughing at each other, and eating some good food make for a great Bible study. Being able to have 51 Chick-fil-A nuggets one night, as a group can attest to, 
helps as well. And who will ever forget the t-shirt Grace Carter made for the White Elephant Gift Exchange with Wills and My Faces on it? I'm going to miss this great group, but I'm grateful that I still have more involvement left. Hearing Dr. Charlie's sermons about fishing, Dr. Steve's sermons about golf, Dr. Charles quoting about all of the biblical literature out there, listening to Wilson's Southern charm and wisdom, and going to intermission, youth group, and mission trips have been very important to my faith. This all keeps me grounded in faith, and I hope to find a faith community half as good to me next year as First Presbyterian is now. Thank you. Hi. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Lily Hetrick. Just a couple of fun facts about me. I'm a senior in high school. I have a bunny named Sir Isaac Newton. I simply cannot stand tomatoes, even in ketchup form. And I've essentially grown up here at 4602 Cary Street Road. For as long as I can remember, First Presbyterian Church has been my second home. Having gone to preschool here, some of my earliest memories are in these halls and at the parking lot, at the playground across the parking lot. Such as the time when I was three and fell off the jungle gym, giving myself a severe concussion and having to be rushed to the hospital once my babysitter picked me up. Unfortunately, at 17, I am still that much of a klutz. (laughs) Once my family started regularly attending church, First Press started to truly become a huge part of my life. I looked forward to Sundays because it meant I got to go to to Club 4 or 5 with Mrs. Hall and eat as many goldfish as I wanted without my mom around to tell me to stop. And once I finally got out of that phase, it was time for me to move on to youth group. And from that moment on, my life was never quite the same. Thanks to the youth program at First Presbyterian, my weekends always seemed to be infinitely better than everyone else's. Friday and Saturday nights were always okay, but Sunday was what I always looked forward to the most. I've grown up running around this church in the dark playing grog, being driven from welcoming home to home for the progressive dinner getting balls chucked at my head by senior boys when I was only 13 and seeing my life flash before my eyes during an intense game of scatterball. I've watched the sun set and rise from the same window during lock-ins, doubled over in laughter when Greer decided to try and dye her hair with Kool-Aid, and watched horrified as Henry Ingram consumed his 51st Chick-fil-A chicken nugget. (laughs) I've gotten nearly taken out with a fire poker by Will, Cameron, and Spencer when they thought I was robbing our house at Montreat. I've had asthma attacks with Sadie on top of Lookout, which I remind myself never to climb again every single year, and every single year, I find myself waking up at 5 a.m. for the view. I was nominated to be safety monitor on ASP, to which I failed at the very first day. I still apologize, Mr. Ingram, for letting you fall off a ladder. (laughs) I've survived a natural disaster, state of emergency flood in Hinton, West Virginia. I've held hands when they were shaking, and I've wiped tears from my fellow youth's eyes as they have cried. I've learned to love God, those around me, and myself. Most of all, I've learned an important lesson. There comes a point in time when we get more out of giving than receiving. This youth group has given me so much more than I think any of you can truly comprehend. In these past couple of years, however, I've discovered that this youth group survives because of what the youth give back. I still receive plenty from this program, but at the same time, I almost get more out of seeing the effects of youth group on others. I don't come to youth group because I need to hear scripture or because my mom makes me. She doesn't, and I already have enough of that to make it on my own. I come because I want those behind me to have the same experiences I've had.
to love this church and this youth group with everything they are, as I do. As all the seniors venture into our new adventures in the fall, I know I do not speak only for myself when I say I will carry the memories and lessons I have learned here with me for the rest of my life. I know I will always look forward to coming home, not just to my house or to Richmond, but to here, 4602 Cary Street Road. And at the end of the hymn, we would now like to invite those who are parents and mentors of the Compromands to join them at the front of the sanctuary. <laughs> 